welcome to I'm Not Dead Yet with Judy and Travis, a podcast about living an extraordinary life with extraordinary circumstances. Welcome to the I'm Not Dead Yet podcast. I'm your co-host, Travis Robinson. I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease age 35 in 2014. And I'm your other co-host, Judy Yaris. My husband, Sandy, had Parkinson's disease for 18 years, and I was his care partner. On today's episode, we'll be talking about therapeutic strategies, what that means, and when you might want to choose to use one. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) So today, folks, we're adding a new segment that will be at the beginning of each one of our podcasts. And hopefully you're not um, put off by any foul language, but the name of this segment is Fuck, I Have PD. So... (laughs) Yes, it is meant to capture some of the emotive feeling that one has after hearing the diagnosis and they just returned home. They've had maybe that one first conversation with their care partner and now they're braving out into the world of the internet and researching it and all the time they're thinking, Fuck, I have PD. Yeah, so this segment is really geared to people that are newly diagnosed. And we know you're out there and we know you're listening. And so we want to kind of give you a little bit to focus on. One of the main things that happens is you're going to be much more acutely aware of what's going on with your body once you know that this is, you have this diagnosis. All of a sudden, any sneeze, any twitch, right, Travis? Any little thing that comes up, all of a sudden, you're realizing, is this PD? Is this PD? You know, my back hurts. Is that PD? So the point is that maybe it is and maybe it isn't because there's a lot of changes that are going to be going through your body. And emotionally, sometimes we can bring on um, we, well, we can bring on pain for ourselves emotionally. We can bring on the stress and stress is not good for Parkinson's. So the focus of this is just to let you know that to take a few deep breaths and just kind of let yourself go and know that, yes, maybe you, now you've got Parkinson's, not maybe, but yes, you have Parkinson's, but it doesn't have to define you. This is something that can just be part now of who you are. And so it's you can still do all the things you want to do. You may have to do them differently. You may have to rethink a little bit about the things that you like to do. But it's not, it does not mean that you can't go forward and do things you want to do. And it doesn't mean that every little ache and pain that you might get is really related to PD. Maybe you worked out too hard and you pulled a muscle in your back. 
Maybe you used heavier weights today when you were working out. There's a lot of reasons why we get little little things that happen to our bodies, and maybe you didn't get enough sleep. That's a big one, actually, with PD. So for those of you out there, take a deep breath, kind of relax into it. I know that's a horrible thing to say. I hate it when people tell me to relax, but (laughs) try to just let yourself be and give yourself permission to experience whatever is going on and be okay with it. And that's our segment. (laughs) Our segment. Thank you so much, Judy. And listeners, if you enjoyed this segment or have feedback, please write into the show and let us know what you think. We will be doing a short segment like this every episode. So let us know. Yes, we definitely want your feedback for sure. Okay. Now on with our Better. main content. Um, yes, our main content. Here we go. Okay. So Travis, you okay. were saying that you wanted to talk to people a little bit about choosing better, better, better therapeutic strategies and really focusing on what has worked for you specifically. Right. And when I think it's important, Judy, that we frame this conversation. And what I mean by the therapeutic strategy goes back to a conversation a few episodes ago when we talked about compensation strategies. This was based on my experience with a speech therapist who told me that every uh, speech patient that she goes to, that they focus on a two-pronged approach, both therapeutic, meaning fixing what is wrong with them in compensation, which means developing a workaround or plan to mitigate the impact of their um, dysfunction on their life. So overall, I think that the, the best approach to overall PD um treatment, and I use the word treatment in holistic, you know, umbrella to me. Everything that I do for my PD in my life is a very split between that compensation and therapeutic. I use the therapeutic side a lot. I work with my movement disorder specialist real regularly. I see him every six weeks or even sometimes shorter intervals. I work with speech therapists, occupational therapists, movement therapists, all kinds of people. And recently, 
I guess, you know, relatively speaking. About six months ago, I started going to a urologist because I was having bladder and incontinence issues, which are very common with PD. And the most common strategy or compensation that I heard was you know, to get an adult diaper, which, you know, I'm willing to do in a pinch, but sitting around in a diaper all day was not something that I was willing to accept as an okay strategy for me. Right. You know, Travis, it's I also think I have an issue with calling it an adult diaper. I like to call them pull-ups, adult pull-ups, because I think it makes you at least feel more toddler-like rather than baby-like, you know. That's right. just, but, but, you know, this is a serious problem for people with PD, and it is a common problem. We hear about it all the time in our support groups, people that have incontinence. And, you know, I... I don't know that there's a solution. We've heard of different therapies that people are doing, and maybe you've tried this. I know that they use Botox shots in the bladder, that that sometimes can help for certain conditions. But I think it really is a hard one for someone, especially a young person, to think that they have to wear this type of pull-on, You know, that they have to have that type of depends or something. So I can imagine it's right. hard for you to face that one. Right. And I just chose to work with my doctors to find a therapeutic solution. And I'm happy to say that so far I have. I take a medication. It's one pill a day, oxybutanol stuff. <laughs> and it works. And also, I I just finished a 12-week session of PTNS, which is the electrostimulation on the nerve, which wow. is where you go in once a week and the doctor hooks you up to a little acupuncture type needle in your leg, and then he uh, places a little electrode on that and shoots a small voltage of electricity up your leg, and that stimulates your bladder and tells it to chill the fuck out. <laughs> okay. You know, I wondered how they did that. I, I had heard that people have used that therapy before, and I never really understood what they do. But that was a great description of it. I, yeah. I like that. I think that's good. So, and you see, and it's for working me, for you. For me, it works so well that I went from having to go to the toilet like 11 times a day from one cup of coffee to a normal like three to four times per day and I don't have to wear any pull-up. Well that's great. That's good to know. 
You know, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that because, you know, it's, I know it's hard for people to discuss these kinds of things. This is what we do in support groups. We talk about the craziest things, the worst things, the best things. And, you know, Travis, you've always been very open about sharing. And now here we are sharing it to the world. But I think it really helps people because when you have PD and you think you're the only one that's peeing in your pants or can't get to the bathroom fast enough, you just got to go. You know, it's it's demoralizing. It makes you feel terrible. So this way, at least people know it's it's common. This is what happens. It's it's part of the sucky part of this disease. Not that there is a lot of good side, but <laughs> there are a few things that I call silver linings um, with PD, and one of them is meeting the most amazing people. I I think that somehow there's been this divine intervention that people with PD are really special people. They're smart, they're creative, they're interesting, they're fun, they have a great sense of humor. And because of that, I guess that's why you get it because you're, you have the equipment (laughs) to deal with it emotionally and, and get through it. But it's it's really so great that you're willing to share this. I that's just my little commercial for you right there. I'm a fan. Well, thanks, Judy. <laughs> and one reason that I wanted to start this podcast, as you know, is we weren't hearing all the things like this in the support groups, at least not that I'd been attending. And so I wanted to put it out there. Right. I'm like, hey, I'm having, I'm 42 years old and having trouble making it to the toilet. Is anyone else having that sort of problem? There you go. And I'm sure there are lots of them out there. Male and female, I might want to add. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes I think it's a guy thing that they just don't. I always say that, oh, this is a guy thing. <laughs> they, they don't like to talk about certain subjects. You know, if it's a really hard topic, they don't want to go into it. And I think it's great that you're willing to do it because they people need to know about it and they need to know it's okay. What other kinds of things have you been doing that are interesting and helpful? So another problem that I have is energy. I mean, PD just seems to sap the shit out of my go juice. I mean, it is a classic chat that we hear about in the support groups. Oh, I love to take my afternoon nap. For me, it's like it can be a nap right after breakfast (laughs) and another one right before lunch and (laughs) another one right after lunch. And eventually it means that I'm sleeping far too much of my day away. So going back to... Something I heard a neurologist say at Davis Finney Summit, one of their victory summits a couple years ago that they had in Pasadena here, was 
Use caffeine. It's simple, it's cheap, it's readily available, and if you can tolerate it, use it. This also helps me to sleep at night. Because the corollary to being awake all day is I'm tired at the end of the day, and so I'm able to sleep. That make, And it makes perfect sense, right? If you have enough waking hours, you're going to want to sleep. And we know with PD, a lot of people are not sleeping. I did hear something very interesting that there's a lot of research being done right now on sleep and PD, and another theory that possibly if you sleep at night, but you don't, you're not doing a straight six, seven, eight hours straight through, but you may do segments, three hours here, two hours there, one hour here, that this may be okay for people with Parkinson's. It still gives you, you're still getting rest. And so you might want to talk to your neurologist about this and even experiment with it a little bit. I, I also heard years ago that caffeine was good. Coffee was had a property in it that made it a good antioxidant for people with PD. So if you can get caffeine, uh, what is it, yerba mate? Is that the one, yerba mate? Has a lot of caffeine yeah. in it too. It's a tea that has caffeine if you don't like to drink coffee. But I, I think that makes a lot of sense to me, right? Keep yourself stimulated. Keep try to keep yourself awake. Right. I know. And as I as he says that, he's taking a sip from his coffee cup. It's rare that I see Travis without a cup of coffee. But right. I, I know that that's good. You know, I hear it from a lot of people that have PD. They're drinking coffee, and I always thought, boy, that can't be good for them. It's going to make them shake. But guess what? You're just shaking anyway. So drink a little more coffee, right? Right. <laughs> Exactly. And that's one of those things that, you know, last um, Saturday we had the um, PCLA's uh, presentation with the dietitian, and she was excellent. Oh, yeah. It was a really impressive uh, talk that she gave about the best um, uh, diet for someone with PD. And one of the things that she sort of alluded to was that you've got to pick and choose the most important things to you. It's not always about eating what other people think is, quote, healthy based on fad diets or restrictive diets or whatever. It's knowing yourself and knowing what works for you as an individual. Yes, I thought she was fantastic. And um, if for those of you that don't know about this, uh, we usually, PCLA will put um, we have a YouTube channel and we'll put our webinars up on the YouTube channel. And I think that one will be going up. Um, it sometimes takes a little time for it to go up. So give a few days on it. But, um, I thought it was really excellent. And I, I am hoping, 
um, that everyone gets a chance to hear it because she was amazing. And I loved what she said about listening to your body and do what works for you. And I think this is really important with Parkinson's. Right. It's important for all people, but it often gets overlooked, Judy. You know, a lot of people like being told what to do, and the advertising <laughs> agencies of the world have capitalized on this. Yes. And they tell you what to do all the time. Yes. Whether it's, you know, eat this, drink that, don't yes. eat this, don't drink that. And it takes someone a lot of like personal awareness and integrity to pick out what is important to them and to, you know, not get overwhelmed by the, all the different competing voices telling you what to do. Yes, I, I totally agree with you. And I, I thought, I think it's a wonderful way to look at life, to just sort of accept yourself as this is who I am, this is what I'm going to need right now. And it doesn't mean that you'll always be like this and that you're always going to eat this way or that this is how you have to eat for as long as possible. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that we want everyone to have a good, healthy diet, of course, and eat foods that are nourishing. And she really focused on that and I loved it. And hopefully we'll do more on nutrition. This is a, an area that I have spent my whole life really focusing on. And so um, I loved her approach. I thought it was really great. So is there one more strategy you might have? One more therapeutic strategy you could, a, a little pearl of wisdom? <laughs> yeah, it, it comes down to, you know, what is an acceptable amount of functionality. You know, we've talked about on this show, I chose to get de-brain stimulation twice, actually. And I did that mostly because the drugs that I was taking did not give me a high enough quality of life. And then I more recently switched up the main drug that I take because the preceding one did not give me a high enough quality of life. And I think it's important to tell folks, if you're not getting what you want done out of your life, if you are not able to live the kind of life that you want, talk to your doctors. Start a conversation and say, hey, doc, you know, this is not acceptable to me. My amount of functionality is, I think, Pretty high for a dude with eight years of PD, but is not anywhere near where I would like it to be from a, you know, healthy person of my age and experience level. So I'm shooting for a middle ground. 
on that. And I think it's important that folks know that, you know, if their tremor or their slowness or their whatever is really bothering them, go back to your doctor and talk to them. Maybe try a different drug. Maybe try changing when you take that drug. Maybe try uh, changing their diet, their exercise, any number of things that can really work to alleviate the specific symptoms that are bothering them. That's, you know? that's really good advice, Travis. That That's where it's at, I think. Quality of life. And you are someone that is always seeking a better quality of life. And you have it. For those of you that don't know, Travis is getting ready to go on another uh, mountain climbing trip, which is just crazy to me, but this is what he does for, for fun. <laughs> and, um, and I love it. I, I, I admire him and, and I, I like to walk around the block and do other things and work out, but I do not like mountain climbing or take a nice hike, a stroll perhaps. But he actually likes to hang in a little hammock off a mountain. And so there's certain things he does that are horrifying to me, but really cool to him. So the more power to him. So for those of you that think you can't do that kind of activity, Travis is here to say, oh, yes, you can. And, and yes, yes, because and that you should be living a life that allows you to do this sort of thing, even if you choose not to, you should be able to. Right. To do the things you want to do and that you love to do. Right. And we're all about that on this show. Absolutely. So thanks for listening, folks. I think we've got a lot covered today. And don't forget, you can reach out to us at show at indiepodcast.net. That's show at indypodcast.net. Or reach us via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And I'm not dead PD. Yes. Is, I think, our show's handle. Yes, I- I'm not dead PD. That's right. <laughs> okay. So that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Bing. Bing. <laughs>